Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. Welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. It's so great to be here today, wherever you are in the world and whoever you are, this is the place to be, to be inspired, to be transformed, to learn and to grow about the practice of prayer. And each week, guests come on to share their knowledge and their wisdom uh, on, on this show. You're here with New Thought Media Network. This is an amazing place to learn. And right now, oh, Joining me today, joining us today, is, is an inspirational teacher, Dr. Reverend Dr. Tony Lamotta. She is just a pure light coming here to shine and share with us her knowledge of prayer and beyond. Um, Dr. Tony is a provocative, inspirational speaker and thought leader and best-selling author of Recognition, the Quality Way. It's a, no, a number one best-selling author. Um, what You Really Want Is You. That's the name of her book and several other works that she has created on conscious aging. And her website, which is um, Conscious Aging Connection, is all about how to really be mindful as we, as we go through this process of aging. So Dr. Tony has a doctorate in religious science and a doctor of divinity degree and three master's degrees and a whole experience of life that she's bringing to um, her students and, and her peers. So let's not waste any more time. Let's be here and be present and welcome Reverend Dr. Tony Lamotta to the Cosmic Prayer. Welcome. Hi, Laura. Good to see you. Uh, it's so great to be with you here today and and to hear your take on prayer and how you use prayer or uh, or what prayer has how it's inspired you in your life. Um, so I'm going to ask you that first off, you know, what is your definition of prayer? Oh, I don't know that I could actually define it as such, but I know it's been changing. And even as we speak, I feel like it's changing. I, I've lately been reading works of Joe Goldsmith again, yeah. and he talks in, in great part about, you know, there's no need to ask God for anything or because God knows all. God is all. That's all there is. And so, how do we relate to God? You know, I've, I actually got off the phone earlier today with a woman whose husband just made his transition and she's going through the grieving process and was like, why does God do that? And I'm like, God doesn't do any of those things. It's, it's the God that I know is the one that sustains us through those things. It's not the one that causes those things. And so I guess before I talk a, a more about prayer, I need to define something that I, that has really changed my way of thinking radically in the last couple of years. And that's even since I became a New Thought minister. And, and that's talking about how Jesus looked at God. Yeah. If we want to understand who God is, you know, we need to understand what the master teacher taught us and, and what he, he did, Jesus spoke to God 
He spoke as God and he spoke about God. So there are basically, we can call it the three faces of God. One is the, I love your term, the cosmic, the cosmic God, the ground of all being, all that is. So when we try to describe God, which we can't, you know, just describing God would be, you know, it's like the, they say the Tao that can be named is not the Tao. Yeah. So I wouldn't even attempt to. This is how I feel about prayer, describing prayer. It really depends on all this, these circumstances. And prayer could be, like Lexio Divina, the early days where people yes. wrote scripture and and thought about God. So that's one way of praying. So that's the infinite or the cosmic God. And then there is the inner God, which in New Thought we understand as, you know, we are God. Yes. And Jesus understood who he was in relationship to the father. And so when we do when we do treatment, for example, and, and new students don't usually get this. I always find students are still trying to, you know, control circumstances. If yes. I say the words exactly right, I'll get that car and dream yes. everything I want. <laughs> and and the whole idea behind treatment is to get into the mind of God, to recognize how God thinks and to remind ourselves to think that way. So what we're doing there is the inner God, we actually then speak as God and we claim what's true as yes. God. So yes. when I used to teach uh, treatment all the time, I know people learn treatment in, in lots of different ways, but ultimately when they get to the point of like, oh, I get it now. Once I'm recognizing who God really is, I can speak from that place. So yes. we talk about the infinite God, then that's the uh, the inner God. And the other one is something that in New Thought we don't do very well. And that is the um, the God that, that we have a conversation with, the intimate God. You know, I think, I know when I was running my churches, everybody always said, I miss having conversations with God. And I am inviting people back into that place. Start to have a conversation. When you have a conversation, I'm having a conversation with God right now, God as Laura. And I have a conversation when I talk to Jesus, which I still do. You know, I go to bed and say goodnight to Jesus every night. Wake up with, with him on my mind and wanting to follow in that path, follow in that footprint. That's something that I gave up for many years. And I think lots of people do. We give up, we give up the baby with the bathwater sometimes. So, and that's um, and that's just to cl clarify this. That's not to say that we are using that int intimate God to beg and beseech to. Exactly not. Exactly yeah. not. no. It, it's not, not. It's not you. It's it's having a conversation with your beloved. That's exactly. the way I like to think about it. It's like and it's not. Oh, yeah, sorry, carry on, because I have so no, filled with okay. questions for you, because you, no, you, you say three sentences, and I've got 400 questions <laughs> for your three sentences, <laughs> and it's not replacing God as a deity, kind of like a, a, what you're saying, this intimate God is not, um, is not becoming um, this step in between who we are and, and the infinite, 
No, but the the trick is that I think that we it, there is an in between, and there's not. I mean, that's mm. the idea behind this that there are, you know, there are three aspects in any life. Let me let me give you the example of supposing you were going to a party, and your boyfriend or your husband said to you when you came home, "What happened?" And you can say, well, there were 400 people there. We had this, they served this food and they did that. That's the facts about something. So that's like the infinite face of God. It's the facts. Then there is, he would say to you, or she would say to you, well, who's there? And that's the intimate part. You start talking about the people and their interactions. And then the third part would be, and how did you feel? What happened to you? Okay. So that would be the inner part. So in any situation in life, we actually need to deal from all three aspects, right. which is why I'm bringing this out, because in prayer, we need all three aspects. And at different times in our life, there are times, you know, I don't know about you, but there are times I cry out for help. Oh, you know? <laughs> and And that is the intimate God. And it may look like you know, I need someone in between here to help me. And I don't care what it looks like because mm -hmm. I know what that does for me. All right. It sustains yeah. me. It holds me. And then there are times where I can get, you know, really get into a transcendent space where I recognize that I am one with all of life. And I know that the, the trees and the grass and everything else and the animals are all part of life. And I I transcend and I go to a place where I really recognize oneness. And then there are times that I can go within my, some of my deepest prayer has simply be saying the words, God is, I am, you know, in my own breath, as I breathe out, I say, God is, as I breathe in, I am, you know, and sometimes do that in reverse. So, Prayer takes on different things depending on where I am at the moment. It's different. Yes. I, I don't have a set of these are the things I must do every day. And there are some days I can be in the infinite and some days I'm in the inner and some days I need to be in the intimate and having conversations. I also have a deep belief in angels and in spirit guides and teachers. I mean, one of my dear teachers, Barbara Marks Hubbard, made her transition. I talk to Barbara. There are times I have conversations. When I'm writing, I talk to Wayne Dyer, asking for help. And, and I really believe, you know, I'm, I'm a former Catholic. I believe in the communion of saints. I believe that we have all of this support for us. And so sometimes the, the intimate God is, is not just a deity, but, but people ancestors, people who've left this life. It could even be my former animals that have touched me deeply and have taught me how to love. So I could go on about this, you can tell. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. That's why you're here. <laughs> and what I really love about what you're saying, which makes absolute um, sense for me in many ways, is that it is all God expressing. And so however we express our prayer is all true. It's all right because it's all God. Exactly. And one of the things that I've been learning lately, I've, I've joined an organization called the Integral Christian Network. And what it's done for me 
is do exactly what the word integral says. It's integrated my life. It brought me back to remember the good from the past that I threw away for a while Mm -hmm. and, you know, didn't want to associate with because now I'm a new thought minister and I believe in this. And what I've done now is integrate and see the good in all of those different years and taking them back into my life. And so I'm, you know, I can call myself now when somebody, somebody says, what's your religion? I'm an integral Christian because integral Christians understand that there's more to life and really like look at all of it and, and want to share. And, and one of the things we do in that particular organization is a prayer style called whole body mystical awakening. And um, I don't think. Come on, man. Come on. (laughs) Let's hear what this is. I'm really interested. Whole body mystical. Because I feel like I've had that experience many times in my life. Well, a few times, not many. But I I know I've had that whole body mystical awakening experience definitely once in 2012. And it wasn't from consciously praying or you know, I was quite unaware of that at the time. It's what led me into this, actually. So um, so I'm really interested in what you have to say here. Well, it's actually a form of prayer that uses all three faces of God. And it uses it also, one of the, some of the people that I have been reading lately, talking about the centers of knowing in our life. And most of us live from the head. And we, yeah. we think that we think with our head and that's all. And we think everything comes from the head. Well, many of us, and you in particular, Laura, I know come from the heart and just know that everything is a space of love. And so the, the centers of knowing, the centers of spiritual knowing, we can know from our heart. And then there's also... Um, somebody's asking about whole body Hi, well, welcome here, Robin. Yes, tell us more about this. Great. So <laughs> yeah. it's the head, the heart, the gut, and the gut mm. is what we call. It's where our divine identity is. We actually call it the spiritual womb. Mm-hmm. And whether you're male or female, you have a womb, and that womb is where creativity happens, where life happens, and then we deal with the feet. Because we need to be grounded and not only grounded, but actually connected with all other human beings and connected with material reality. So, so prayer doesn't become something that, you know, I sit, I know often in the past, I would have these beautiful meditation experiences and I'd be off in this wonderful space. And then the phone would ring and there was somebody that really annoyed me online. And I was like, (laughs) A totally different person and like whatever happened with that prayer. So so what we want to be doing is grounding ourselves. So we literally in the prayer time itself, and it, it usually takes about 20 minutes or I would lead you in one right now, but you begin with the heart. We First of all, we always begin in our head because that's where we all are. And we allow ourselves to become aware of our heart space. And literally feel from the heart. And it's all about what's in our body at the moment. What are we feeling? What's emerging? And different things show up when you go there. When you go to your heart, you might think of someone you love. You might like 
feel just feel the bliss of loving. Uh, and if you have a hard time, we, we suggest people tap down from the head to the heart just to remind yourself, I'm, I want to be in my heart. And then usually from the heart, we go to the feet and we literally picture, picture roots growing from your feet and picture yourself being connected under those roots with everyone. And you can start by having them connected just with the people. You know, when I'm on a Zoom call and we're doing this on a Zoom call, we literally connect with the space of everyone in that Zoom call because our feet are connected to the earth and and they're connected to all material reality. What that does for me often is it connects me with my ancestors. I think of all the people buried under the grounds. And so those roots start going out and you can feel the connection. You also, it puts you in a place of this life right here, right now, whenever we really let ourselves go to our feet. And then you can bring the energy from the earth back up through your feet and come all the way into your spiritual womb. And then just resting in that space, the creative energies absolutely arise. It's like our centers of knowing. For mm-hmm. me, when when things happen, I don't get flashes. I don't get pictures. Some people get wonderful visions and pictures and colors. And I get a sense of knowing, like all is well. Yeah. And so when I can go from the feet to my womb, I almost always feel a tremendous amount of peace no matter what I take into prayer, you know, and I, I come from that space. And then from my womb, I can go back into my heart. And usually what I do is go out to the world yes. from my heart, start thinking of how do I spread that love? Where is that love going? Who is it going to? And spreading it further. And then I allow myself, when you've done that, and then you go to your headspace again, your head becomes amazingly clear. It's like the chatter is gone. Something about embodying the prayer, allowing it to go through your whole body, lets you forget about the chatter. And then often I go from my headspace to transcend. And that's when you have this amazing cosmic experience of being one with all of life, with all of the universe. You know, and then usually come back to that from there back to the heart. Take it all in. Allow yourself to feel the embrace. Allow yourself to feel love. Allow yourself to feel the presence of God. So this is a figure of eight, isn't it? It's It's a figure of eight. You're going from the heart and down and back to the heart and up and transcending and back to the heart again. Beautiful. Exactly. And one yes. of the teachers that I've studied with often says, if you get distracted, think about the figure of eight on your forehead oh, okay. and let your breathing go up and down. It it balances your brains. So it's amazing the kinds of things that, you know, can happen there. So that's a way that I pray frequently. I mean, sometimes I pray through journal. And I, I literally talked to some of my spiritual guides. I mean, I've been enchanted with Teresa of Avila lately. I'm studying the mystics. And so I have a conversation with Teresa of Avila through writing. And it's amazing the things that I continue to learn. And so sometimes journaling becomes the way of, of knowing and the way of praying. So um, 
my prayer is quite eclectic these days. And it's it just wonderful. You know, and I love the thing that, that I feel is so important and vital that you said near the beginning of the conversation, which was we are not praying for something. We are praying to reveal who we are. Well, that's the place we might not begin in that place, especially as new thought um, students and, and even teachers. We may not begin in that place. We may begin because we're asking for our, our experience to be better or for different things to be in our, or for the car or the money or whatever it is, health, you know. And yet when we get to a certain point, it's not about that, is it? It's about transcending that and the prayer is to know who who I truly am that's how I feel personally yeah you and know there, then I know that actually all of that is here already and it's in me and as me and through me and so I just hold open for that well it you, you reminded me of my best-selling book which I'll give ah. a plug for right now Come because it's called what you really want wants you Yes. And through it, I take people through the different stages of spiritual development. And and we won't necessarily go through that right now. But for whatever stage you're at, you can read it and see it differently. But what it does is lets you look at qualities of God. And what we really want is the quality, not necessarily the experience. Mm. Yes. For posting that title. What you really want wants you is that, you know, we are love. We are peace. We are joy. We are order. We are, you know, all of those things that we think we want. And we don't, you know, we don't know that that's what we want. If you need a new car for perhaps what you really want is a sense of freedom. Mm -hmm. I, I'll give you a, a great story. Many years ago, I used to take there, there are 12 qualities in the book. And every year I would focus, and I still do, focus on a different quality. And this one year, and when I do, I like read about it and, you know, make affirmations about it, put little posters around. Sometimes I buy jewelry with the name. I use every excuse. And so <laughs> I have, I each, each year take a different quality. And this one year I took the quality beauty. And there's a whole lot of my history that that word is very important to me. And so I would pray about beauty and open myself to beauty. And one day I was running a church at the time and I went to visit a woman who was going to play crystal bowls and she had a home filled with crystal bowls. And she asked me to come over and, and find out which bowls I really wanted her to play. And I walked into her house and you laugh. I said to her, forget the bowls. I want to buy your house. <laughs> I was not looking for a house. However, she was looking to sell. And literally within a few weeks, we made the transaction and I wow. moved into her home. Wow. I mean, it was an amazing, amazing experience the very first day I got there, I had a bunch of people come and help me move in because I like hanging pictures the very first day I move in. I, you know, want to feel at home. And everybody who walked into the place, like outside the back window was a, a beautiful creek and it was a very pretty setting. And one by one, people said to me, oh, my gosh, Tony, this place is so beautiful. And I started to cry because... I was not looking for a house. I was simply focused on beauty. And suddenly I had that 
all around me and I still am surrounded by beauty. And I so, love this. Yeah, it's just focusing on, and you the can, quality, that is prayer. The quality right? of God. The quality the of God. God. Oh. Yes, my, I, I got the list of those qualities and for a New Year's prayer one time at our church, in I was in California at the time, and Reverend Kathy Hearn was the minister, and she handed out this piece of paper and said, don't set goals this year. And she had us read the paper, and she said, stand when I call the quality that you want. Okay. And that touched me so deeply that year that I then started looking at that every year and then wound up writing a book about it. It was just quite an amazing experience. And to me, that's one of the best ways of praying. I've been playing with the word joy a lot mm. lately. And in fact, I've been studying with this woman who really teaches you how to get in touch with your intuition. And she talks about the guides who are your joy guides and you literally can name them and talk to them. I mean, this sounds a little far out there, but it's wonderful. And when you wake up in the morning, you say to the joy guides, find me a surprise today. And oftentimes I'll say to them, I want to know it's you, so make me laugh. And just two days ago, I did that. And my sister texted me and she often sends me movies to watch. And, you know, here's a great thing on Netflix. Well, this day she texted me about a comedian. She's never done that before. And I turned on the TV, watched the comedian, and I was laughing out <laughs> loud. I mean, and all of a sudden I went, oh, joy, guys, thank you so much. It, you know, it sounds like you're at, and, and you are asking for things. And what I want to say, Laura, is that there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not your total way of praying. Yeah. That's the difference to me. It's like, we gave that up and now I'm saying, take it back, but take it back for, you know, just a little bit. Hi, Gina. Absolutely. Hi, Gina. Joy is why we're here. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it's, Gina. it's like, you know, look at those things and, and look at those qualities. And if you're asking at the moment, it's okay to ask if you're hurting. I don't want to interrupt you, but I just want to say something here with that asking thing. Is it the asking in the knowing that it is already here? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. not. Because okay. there are some people who are hurting and they've just lost their job and they have yeah. no money and they don't know where rent is coming from. It's really hard to go to treatment to say, I know that this is true and I know that I'm proud. It's almost impossible, in fact, initially, unless somebody's really advanced in consciousness. So it's okay to say, I need a job. I need money. Someone help me. All right? You just yeah. don't want to stay there. That's yeah. the point. Okay. You want to do all, you want to then go to the quiet space within, go to your heart. And you know, if you can't yet go to the place of knowing that it's already established, you know, the object, and, and this is why I often thought when I taught treatment, you know, we shouldn't be teaching treatment to newcomers mm -hmm. because they're not ready for it yet. It's still okay. And I don't, and sometimes I'm a newcomer. There are days of my life moments of my life where I'm still in a place of, I need support. I need help. Fortunately, it's a lot less than it ever was. So what I'm suggesting today 
is that it's all okay. It's all good. It's it's not one prayer is better than another. One prayer is higher than another. It's, you know, Laura knows that I teach stages of consciousness. Yes. And and it's very, it looks like when you teach stages of consciousness that one is better than the other. And they they aren't one better. They're just different. Yes. And so when we're at a stage that's not where we want to be, make it okay to be there. To me, loving ourselves is really about allowing ourselves to be wherever we are at the moment. If you're in grief, cry, you know, and and you don't need to go, oh, I know everything is fine. To me, that becomes a spiritual bypass. And, and so it's, it's a balance. It's a real healthy balance. It's a both. And um, at least that's, that's what I see as an integral experience of life. It's like, it makes it all okay. You know, it's not, and that's the part of bringing in the intimate God. Exactly. Where, where exactly. then it becomes okay. I I need to lean on something here. Right now, I need to lean on this. I need I need this support right now. Well, sometimes okay. it's leaning, and sometimes it's it's a blissful sense of love. Yes. You no, know, I recognize this God is is my bridegroom. It is the the source of all of my love. And so that's an intimate God as well. And it's it's very different from I know that everything is fine. It's I love you. I love you and I want to be with you. That's prayer as well. And that's the kind of thing. And I, I think that hopefully we all have moments of that. And the more experience we have, the more we are, like, you know, coming into mysticism, because that's what mystics do. They experience God. And when you experience God, you can't help but say, I love you. That's the intimate God. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. And that bypasses religion as well, doesn't it? This is a deep knowing, as you say. And integral Christian um, network that you mentioned I don't think it's bound by Christianity, is it? All are welcome into that. Exactly. It's not bound. In fact, it's looking for Christianity oh, evolved. Uh, Christian network, yes. It's yeah. Christianity evolved. So it's not Christianity as we Based. see it today necessarily. Yeah. And so as we have, and it's simply the group of people who gathered there and they're several hundred of us that gather in small groups each, each week. Um, the group that has gathered there has gathered because we come from a Christian background and long for the mystical union experience and knowing the oneness. So that's what it's all about is coming to that oneness. And the way we practice is through whole body awakening, just like religious science practices through treatment. And it's in my life, it's not either or. I don't see one is better than or different. I just see them as different. And they're both part of my life. And they're both a very important part of my life as well. So that's the exciting thing of this. It's not like, you know, okay, leave that and now come to this. We yeah. can have it all. I really relate to that because there are so many times where, where I really want to connect in, in, in the body in my body with with prayer or just in general and yoga really is great for that isn't it because you can in the in those um postures you can absolutely really go within and 
and for it to be an integrated experience. Exactly. Because I do feel that in um, science of mind can be so heady and we can lose um, connection to our, to our wholeness, to our body. And that for me has been a, I found that difficult at times. I found that difficult. Not bringing my, my body into my experience of God and just thinking it has to be about thinking about the words I have to say or the feeling that I have in my heart. It's beyond that as well, isn't it? Because here we are as a human vessel, human being, having this spiritual experience with exactly and how we, can we disconnect that we want to put our feet on the ground which means yes. read the daily news and when you're reading yes. the daily news recognizing that all of that is a part of what's going on yes. and you know so it's like integrate it really is integrating the entire body and more and more of the people who are writing about prayer today are talking about this embodied mysticism it's not you know, sit and go into outer space somewhere and have this glorious experience. And then as I shared before, then coming back and, and yelling in the phone at somebody, but it's about feeling totally in myself. And so that I can take that prayer, you know, if you're standing in line in a grocery store and it's annoying because you picked the wrong line and it's going slow, you can do a whole body prayer at that moment. And just become conscious of what's going on, you know. And uh, hi, Robin. I'm loving your comments. You're yes. right. <laughs> Beyond Absolutely. the head. It's integrating. It's integrating your entire being and integrating all that is because it's all God. So it's like it's not this is good and this is bad and this is the right way and this is the wrong way. It's just all God. When you're crying, when you're screaming, it's all God. It's all good. And to really get that and stop punishing ourselves, you know, to me, that the inner God is how, how do I love myself? How do I accept myself when I do stupid things or things that I would rather have differently? Yes. Interesting. And just to talk on for a couple of minutes here, because I'd really love you to maybe take us through a a whole body mystical experience, a shortened version maybe for a okay. few minutes. Okay. That, if that, that would be okay with you, Reverend Tony. Yeah, but I can do that, sure. Yeah, I'd love that. And um, I'm sure the listeners would. You know, we're here on New Thought Media Network for anybody that's listening or watching later on. We're here with the incredible Reverend Dr. Tony Lamotta, who's sharing her wisdom on prayer and her her understanding through her life experience of how prayer has evolved for her and teaching us here some incredible truths and really benefiting from, from what you're sharing and teaching, uh, Reverend Tony. Thank you. Great. So, so let's I, do I just right want now. to ask you, before we do it, though, just one question here that's on my mind, and it's this, this thing about new thought, because we know we, we're here in this teaching, which is new thought-based, which I think is evolving in its in its name and its terminology as well, because it's not purely about a new thought, is it? For me, it isn't. It's about intention. It's about a whole experience of how I'm feeling and how I'm showing up for myself. And that piece on self-love and self-care is so important. 
And I know it's about being responsible for coming back to that knowing of who I am in every moment. And that being the new thought, if you like. But that's more than a thought, isn't it? It's a knowing. Absolutely. And it's partly his feeling as well as as everything else there. It's whole body. It's embodied in us. And uh, I have one of the members of, we call our group gatherings, We Spaces, W-E Space. And one of my members who's from Australia um, constantly shares with us how he's living in the I am. And his all, whenever he has an argument with his wife, he says, uh, she's just looking at the outside shell. She's not seeing right now. I'm going to come from where I really am. I am. And he said, it's changed their relationship. So it's like knowing who we are when we show up that way. And that's prayer. His prayer, he's a doctor. So he's very busy and he's running around. Just coming back to the I am is prayer. And for me, it's the words God is. When I come just knowing God is, I don't need any other words. You know, when that works, as I said, they're different times, different strokes. So. Amazing. Wow. So powerful, isn't it? Just the way we can shift our perception and see the whole thing differently can check that can change the way we perceive our lives and the way life then experiences or the way we experience it. Yeah. And it's an ongoing practice, isn't it? (laughs) An eternal job. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's experience this with uh, with uh, Reverend Dr. Tony Lamotta, who's going to guide us through a shortened version of a whole body mystical experience. So you want a five minute, or is that what yeah. we're doing? Well, that, okay. Yeah, that would be that would be wonderful. Okay. I'll, be I'll amazing. Thank you, Diego. If you could put uh, Reverend Tony on full screen, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much. So, so let's for a moment, just uh, you've probably been in your heads listening and allow yourself to be conscious of that headspace and then bring yourself gently from the head to the heart and allow yourself to feel the beating of your own heart, to really put your aware, not thinking about your heart, but actually being present to the space that is your, your inner radiant heart that innermost being of who you are. And let yourself feel love. And right now, uh, my heart is expanding to everybody who's watching this, everybody who's listening. And I'm feeling the beating of one heart, all of us as one. So it's not only my heart, it's our heart. And as I feel that connection, I drop now my attention to my feet. And when I'm there, I literally can see roots growing from my feet and becoming entangled with the entire earth and with the entire material reality. And that Those roots are spreading out and you'll notice how they're connecting with every other root 
that's out there. And all of us who are dropping those roots right now, we're connected. Can you feel that connection one with the other? Being one with all of life and all the realities. Think for a moment of all the stuff going on in your life. It's all part of it. We bring it to our prayer right now. We know that the earth is nurturing. And that energy that's nurturing can then come back up through our feet, through our thighs and our calves, and all the way up through our our gut to the place where we call our womb. Our spiritual womb is the place of knowing. It's the place of our, our divine identity. It's the place from which living waters flow. Rest in that place for a moment. Allow yourself to feel whatever might come up. Sometimes people see this as a very dark space, and it's through the darkness that we come to light. And sometimes it's amazing creativity that comes forth from that knowing space. And from there, just go lightly back into your heart and feel that love, especially for yourself at the moment. And then from that heart space, we can go right to our head and and notice how quiet. Be in that stillness for a moment. And if you feel so drawn, allow yourself to go beyond the crown chakra up to the infinite presence where we transcend all that is and recognize our oneness with all of life. True cosmic prayer. I don't know about the rest of you, but I don't like to come back from that place. But so when I come back, I come right back into my heart. And then from that heart, I think of all the hurting people in this world, all the people who may be asking for prayers, even asking for specific things and just sending the love out to each of them so they might feel touch, that touch of the beloved. My heart is open. 
my heart is full. And I send forth that love. And very simply. I feel so calm, so at peace. Thank you, Reverend Tony, for being here and for sharing. And, and I know that you have so much more that you can share. And I, I really would love you to come back onto the Cosmic Prayer this year to, um, sure. to share again, because it's, it's such a treat and such a joy to hear your teaching and to know that that teaching is just so needed and important and vital right now thank you um, yeah thank you thank you for being here and for the listeners that have been here all the way through robin and gina and whoever else is here and who may catch up with this later you know you're here with reverend dr tony lamotta and um and reverend tony where can people find you you're on facebook i know I'm um, on Facebook, but if you can spell my name, and Diego can put yeah, the, Diego the link can. again to TonyLamada.com. And there we go. There we go. It's a, that has many of my teachings. I've been writing a blog for many years now. And there's yeah. lots on there. A lot of stuff about conscious aging, which is really consciousness. And as we age, consciousness goes to the forefront. Yes. So, Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And um, this has been such a joy and such an absolute pleasure for to be joined by uh, Reverend. All these wonderful messages coming in. There you go. Thank you for your beautiful meditation and prayer. Beautiful. Thank you. And if anybody wants to know more about that, they can go to the Integral Christian Network and find out more about how to really be with that meditation and prayer exactly. and in, in fact on the integral christian network you'll find many versions of the whole body awakening that you oh. can use perfect i'm gonna go there after this i'll be on there <laughs> so thank you reverend tony and for the listeners you're here thank you for joining us today on the cosmic prayer you're with new thought media network and you know this network does so much so many incredible um, broadcasts and meditations and uh, um, interviews and conversations all week long. So if this moved you and if this channel moves you in any way, then feel free to, um, to give from your heart, knowing that there is an infinite supply. There is a button here that's going across, PayPal me at New Thought Radio, and you can donate to, um, to keep this ministry alive and thriving because it's doing such a wonderful, wonderful service to, the, to humanity. Reverend Robert Brzezinski's vision for New Thought Media Network is simply, whoa, cosmic. <laughs> so I'm here supporting that. And if that, if that moves you, then, um, then pop into the donation and love offering. And again, if anybody would like to sponsor this show, The Cosmic Prayer, you can do that. You can reach out to Reverend Robert at NT uh, Media Network. 
the website there where you'll where you'll find all the information about what's going on with New Thought Media Network. And you can email Reverend Robert if you feel that you'd like to sponsor the Cosmic Prayer. So until next time, thank you for being here and sending you so much love from my heart. And thank you again, Reverend Tony, for yes, thank you <laughs> for enlightening us all. And see you next time on the Cosmic Prayer. Thank Bye you for, for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week for Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper.